God morning. It is November 30th, the end of another month, and what a month it has been. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I want to dedicate today's podcast to God. God, I know you are dealing with a lot. And I just hope that the news that we are being served is true and honest because we are really in a whirlwind of conflicting information right about now. So anyway, God, straighten it out, please. We're putting it in your hands. Bow your heads as we pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. Good morning. You're ushering in another day, untouched and freshly new. Ah, So here we come to ask you, God, if you'll renew us too. Forgive the many errors that we made yesterday And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, we are well aware that we cannot make it on our own. So take our hand and hold it tight. For we cannot walk alone. Amen. Commanding your morning, a daily devotional says, Don't stop praying. Luke 18, Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. You can never, never, never let prayer become a stagnant part of your life. It is vital to who you are as a Christian and even more vital to fulfilling God's mission and your assignment upon the earth. There is nothing more pleasing to the devil than a Christian who doesn't pray because that person is someone he doesn't have to waste his time worrying about. In fact, his overall strategy over the years seems to be to get us too busy to pray and for us to think that we don't really need to pray because God already knows our needs, so why bother him with them? However, John Wesley famously said, I pray two hours every morning, and that is if I don't have a lot to do. If I have a lot to do for that day, then I pray three hours. Amen. Father, renew my zeal today to seek you daily in prayer. Place upon me Deborah's anointing for balance so I never cram so much into my day that I don't leave time for you. It is your will that I pray always because this is how you prepare me for the challenges I will face. You move mountains when I pray. So I won't stop. I will seek you first. 
I will seek you first. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay. In Touch Magazine says you belong to God. In an age that emphasizes personal rights, it may be startling to realize that as believers in Jesus, we belong body, soul, and spirit to him, not ourselves. This means that we are not free to do whatever we please, but are called to live in obedience to the one who redeemed us with his precious blood. The New Testament uses a lot of language that speaks of Christ's ownership. In fact, Paul called himself a bond servant of Christ, which literally means the Lord's slave. We may be quick to believe this intellectually because belonging to Christ is a comforting thought. But how does it work out practically? Our bodies are wonderful gifts from God that enable us to interact with our world and one another, but they are also temples of his Holy Spirit. This means our mind, our will, our desires, our affections, our relationships, and possessions are all means by which we either honor or dishonor our Savior. To please the Lord, we need to change how we think. Our natural tendency is to simply do what we want in any given situation. But the best response is to consider how we can glorify God in all of our actions. Amen. Let's ponder that thought and we'll be right back after this break. I adore you, oh my God, and I love you with all my heart. I give you thanks that you have created me and made me a Christian. I offer thee the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be according to thy holy will and for thy greater glory. Save me from sin and from all evil. Let thy grace be always with me. Amen. Lord Jesus, may everything I do begin with you. Continue with your help and be under your guidance. May my sharing make me worthy of your healing. May I grow in your love and your service and become a pleasing offering to you and with you to your Father. May the mystery I celebrate help me to reach eternal life with you. Amen. Do not look forward to what may happen tomorrow. The same everlasting Father who cares for you today will take care of you tomorrow and every day. Either he will shield you from suffering or will give you unfailing strength to bear it. Be at peace then. Put aside all anxious thoughts and imaginations and say continually, the Lord is my strength and my shield. 
My heart has trusted in him and I am helped. He is not only with me, but in me and I in him. Amen. I know the Lord is always with me. He is helping me. The Lord is my strength and my salvation. Amen. And now God's purpose for your life. Genesis 17:1 says, Serve me faithfully and live a blameless life, and I will make a covenant with you. God is enough, regardless of what you might need. He is not just mighty as your protector, he is also proficient as your provider. He guided the Israelites out of Egypt. He gave them a pillar of cloud by day and fire by night, gave them water and manna in the wilderness, defended them against army enemies, and delivered the land of their inheritance to them. Yes, the Israelites had to go forward whenever he called, whether it was to fight battles or honor him and how they lived. In other words, they had to submit to his commands, but they were exceedingly blessed whenever they did. The best news is the Lord your God has not changed. He is absolutely sufficient for whatever you require as well. And the manner by which you take hold of it is to obey him. So do not fear whether or not you'll have enough. God, the sufficient one, is with you. Honor him and he will be all you need. And I believe that. Jesus, you are everything to me. Thank you for being my mighty protector and my perfect provider. Amen. Period. Close your eyes and bow your head. Father, I praise you as a sovereign God who always keeps his word and who is the author of my restoration. You are now creating the newness which brings me into another season of my life, a time of joy, enlarged territory, and God-directed purpose. Not only are you blessing me and showing me plans for my life, you are also blessing me with the desires of my heart. Your word says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. Well, as I strive to be obedient and keep you first, I do experience joy as you fulfill my wants and all my needs. Restoration is visible evidence that trouble does have an expiration date. Yay. New things will spring forth from you. All situations, both positive and negative, have an appointed time, and joy does come in the morning. 
Lord, as you bless me to enter into this new season, I thank you for the experience of my wilderness lessons. No, I did not enjoy the circumstances, but I know I am stronger. I possess the testimony to know what it means to wait on the Lord. I can say it is true. You do provide strength. You do provide encouragement. And you do bring reassurance. Father, my heart is filled with the joy of believing in you, knowing you, depending on you, waiting for you, resting in you, and loving you. Learning to keep you first in my life gives me spiritual focus. I know as I encounter situations throughout my day, you are with me. I realize moving out of my wilderness season into restoration requires a closer walk with you. Please do not allow me to fall into the trap of independent thinking. Help me to remember my life, my hope, and my future is still in your hands. Let me rejoice and be glad I am not alone. I praise you for your plan for my life, the privilege of a new season with you, your love that keeps me, your thoughts of peace and goodness toward me, and the joy of restoration. In the name of Jesus, I give you glory, honor, and praise. Amen. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more prayers on this glorious and blessed day. And now God's way day by day. 1 Samuel 30 says, David inquired of the Lord saying, Shall I pursue this truth? David was totally relying upon God for direction, not only about what he should do, but how he should proceed and when he should take action. He did not make the error of presuming that just because God had helped him defeat an enemy one time in one location, that God would desire him to fight and defeat that enemy again in another time or another location. To knock on the door of God's plan for our lives is to recognize that God expects us always to be knocking, always inquiring, always trusting him for daily guidance and for direction in every decision. Amen. There is no shame in that, listeners, none at all. In fact, it's your power. Depend on the Lord. He's there. Okay, hope for each day. It says, God is truth. Psalm 119, you are my hiding place. I hope in your word. God's word never changes. Jesus said, I tell you the truth until heaven and earth disappear. Not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law. 
Jesus also declared, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. This isn't because God is an inflexible or insensitive person. It is because he knows what is best for us. He knows how we function. He knows the pitfalls and the dangers we face. If he didn't love us, he wouldn't try to guide us in the right path. And he does. Only God's word can help us avoid moral and spiritual danger and lead us in the right way. The psalmist testified, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The entrance of your words gives light. Let God's word shape and guide you. God loves you too much to leave you in the dark. Amen. And God's promises day by day. Isaiah 25, it says, Behold, this is our God. We have waited for him and he will save us. When people don't listen, remember Jesus. When tears come, remember Jesus. When disappointment is your bed partner, remember Jesus. When fear pitches its tent in your front yard, when death looms, when anger simmers, when shame weighs heavily, remember Jesus. Remember the dead called from the grave with a Galilean accent. Remember the eyes of God that wept human tears. Amen. It's beautiful. Psalm 139 says, You wove me into my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. God reached into my life when I was merely a tiny embryo and began to shape me within. He originated me. He began to put me together while I was still in the soft silence of my mother's womb. Mother Nature did not make me. Fate did not shape me. Neither was I just a biological combination of mom and dad in a moment of sexual passion. Nor was I conceived through blind chance. You, God, and no other made me. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back. And we're going to finish out today with Psalm 30. But please read your Psalms. They're so beautiful. And also your Proverbs for your wisdom, instruction, and marching orders from God. Those are all so powerful and strengthening. Well, here's Psalm 30. I will exalt you, Lord, for you rescued me. 
You refused to let my enemies triumph over me. Oh, Lord, my God, I cried to you for help, and you restored my health. You brought me up from the grave, O oh Lord. You kept me from falling into the pit of death. Sing to the Lord, all you godly ones. Praise his holy name, for his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes in the morning. When I was prosperous, I said, nothing can stop me now. Your favor, O oh Lord, made me as secure as a mountain. Then you turned away from me, and I was shattered. I cried out to you, O oh Lord. I begged the Lord for mercy, saying, What will you gain if I die, if I sink into the grave? Can my dust praise you? Can it tell you of can it tell of your faithfulness? Hear me, Lord, and have mercy on me. Help me, O Lord. You have turned my mourning into joyful dancing. You have taken away my clothes of mourning and clothed me with joy, that I may sing praises to you and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give you thanks forever. And that psalm was written by David as a dedication of the temple. So he was going through some things. <laughs> Lord, I thank you that you brought all my listeners to me today. Our count is up to 1269. That's amazing. That's great. I feel so good. So glad that you've come to pray with me. And please know that the blessings have indeed started. Now, to continue the blessings, you must, must, must go out and bless somebody else. Just do an act of kindness as it falls at your feet. Don't even give it a second thought. If you see something where you can help, do it. Don't hesitate. If someone has a sign or a cup or looks destitute, give freely, give automatically, and let the blessings pour down on you. Have a great day. And I'll see you next month, <laughs> which will be December. Bye for now.